Hello, family and friends. I'm very excited to have my daughter Shelby with me today. She is probably definitely one of the most popular guests I have and maybe the most popular guest that I have on my <laughs> podcast program. So Shelby, thank you. And, and seriously, we do always have a lot of downloads for Shelby's podcast. And so very blessed to have Shelby as a daughter. And, you know, I was thinking about one of the greatest blessings in life is when your kids love the Lord. And so I'm so thankful for that, Shelby. And so let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just come to you today. We're ready for what you have. Speak through Shelby, Father, your message. And I thank you that your word is a living thing. It's a seed, Father. It's the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. And we choose not only to hear this word tonight, but to put it into practice in our lives, to apply it, Father, and to be a greater blessing to all those around us. And we thank you for it, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Shelby, I'm going to kick it over to you. Thanks, Dad. So today I'd like to talk about, are you casual or committed? So we're going to talk about living strong for Jesus. So let's get right to it. Joshua 24, verses 14 through 15 in the New King James Version. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So the first thing that I want to highlight is in verse 14. It says that we're to fear the Lord. Fear is just means that we need to revere or respect the Lord. For example, during praise and worship at church, you know, when the band or choir or whatever your church has is, is singing, we're to honor him. We should close our eyes or raise our hands and make sure that we're focusing on God because that's why we come to church is to honor him, not to look around and see what other people are doing. I also would like to highlight that it says we're to serve him in sincerity and in truth. The world really lacks both of these qualities today, and it's pretty sad. So as Christians, we must be sincere and truthful. As believers, we are followers of Christ. We must seek Him, His directions, His plans, and His purposes for our lives. We're to live as servants. Our lives aren't our own. One of my favorite stories from the Bible is about Jesus washing his disciples' feet. It was the ultimate act of a servant. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, but he humbled himself. And we're to be imitators of Christ, so we are to also humble ourselves. Again, our lives aren't our own. We're supposed to honor God with our words, our body, and our actions. And there's this one question that I really like to ask myself because it really challenges me. It's, what do you do when nobody is watching? Because as humans, it's really easy for us to put on a show when we know other people are looking at us to make us look good. But when nobody's looking around and only it's only between you and God, are you still serving him and doing the right stuff? So that just really challenges me. What do I do when nobody is watching? Amen. Also, I'd like to highlight that it says in these verses, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. We have to choose to serve Jesus every day. So once we get born again by asking Jesus into our hearts, that's just the beginning of our walk with Christ. We're like babies that have to grow up in our walk with Jesus. It's really sad, but many Christians stay babies and they never mature spiritually. 
Joyce Meyer is one of my favorite preachers who talked about how she got born again, but for many years she didn't grow in her walk with Jesus. She said that by the way that she used to live, she wasn't going to bring anyone with her to heaven, but rather she probably kept some people out of heaven. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I don't want to prevent anyone from going to heaven. Amen. I want to bring as many people as I can with me because heaven and hell are very real. And I love people and I don't want anybody to go to hell, even my worst enemy. And I also just love the, the end of that verse that says, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We have to choose to serve the Lord. He doesn't force us. God's not a dictator holding a gun to our head. We're not robots. He's not forcing us to do anything. It's our choice whether or not we're going to serve him. Now, once we choose, he's standing there with his arms wide open and he's ready to help us and we work together. But we got to make the first move. God's not going to force us to serve him. I'd also like to read these verses that we just read, Joshua 24, 14, and 15, and the New Living Translation. It says, So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. And I love how in verse 14 it says to serve God wholeheartedly. One of my favorite people from the Bible is King David, and he was described as a man after God's own heart. And he really messed up big time with Bathsheba and, and all that, but he repented and turned to the Lord, and the Bible still describes him as a, as a man after God's own heart. And I want to live a life where when I go to heaven, God says, well done, good and faithful servant, and Shelby, you are a woman after my own heart. I, I just, I don't want to get to heaven, and, and God says, Shelby, you just barely got in here. You just, you know, barely got through the door. So I want to serve God with my whole heart. How about you? Amen. Another thing that I like that the New Living's translation says in verse 14 is it says, put away forever the idols your ancestors worship. So to translate that to today, what are things that pull you away from God? What are your idols in your life? Things that distract me may be different than things that distract you. The devil is always looking for loopholes. He knows our faults. He knows our weaknesses. So I'm just going to throw out a few examples, and I wanted to challenge you to really think if you have anything in your life in your life that you're putting ahead of God, I want to challenge you to think about that. Maybe it's social media or TV or books or sports or people and friends. Are you too concerned about being popular or getting people to like you? Maybe your job, you put that before the Lord or money. Or if you're a student, maybe you put your schoolwork. I know when I was in middle school and high school, I really struggled with that because I was obsessed with getting good grades. And it's important to want to do well in the things of life because God does tell us we're supposed to work hard, but we shouldn't put the things of this world before him. God should be our number one priority. Again, the end of this verse says in verse 15, As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. So we have to choose. It's, it's our choice whether or not we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. You know, Shelby, as you were talking about that, I know you've got more to cover here, but uh, it just that kept going off for me, Revelations in chapter 3. You know, I have so many favorite verses in the Bible, so I hesitate to say this is my favorite, but one of my favorites certainly is in Revelations chapter 3, and I believe it's verse 16. It says, To be not lukewarm, or God will spew you out of his mouth. And, you know, that's really a casual relationship, and we're lukewarm with God. 
and committed is an on fire relationship. And, you know, I believe in these end of the end of the end times here that, that we even need to be more on fire because there's the world is becoming more and more wicked all the time. And you just see it. And we really, you know, pastor was talking in church tonight about how, you know, we need to really t- turn the news off a lot because it's just so much evil, you know, on the news and we have to choose to to really follow God. And it's easy to get into a flesh. I could find myself saying, if I watch too much news, I want to go uh, say things that aren't, <laughs> aren't godly or Me right. <laughs> and so we just really, that's our choice again. You know, we, uh, we don't have to do that. But Shelby, we're going to continue on tomorrow from where we are. If you would just pray for our audience, and I appreciate that. I'd be honored to. Please bow your heads with me. Father God, thank you so much for this word. I pray that it would not return void, but it would accomplish your purpose in each and every one of our lives. And Father, help us to live on fire for you and to not be casual in our relationship, but to choose Jesus every day. Lord, you gave us you give us the opportunity each morning and and we make a, probably hundreds of choices throughout the day and we have the opportunity to choose you. So Lord, help us to make that choice and to just seek you with our whole heart. And we love you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Shelby. Look forward to tomorrow's message. And folks, if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And And remember, remember, Jesus Jesus thought thought about you on the cross cross at Calvary. Calvary.